0: In this episode of Bad Crypto, Travis wrote the teaser. We have with us today Maddie Greenspan, who's the senior research analyst from eToro to talk all things trading. Boom! Episode 320. Here it is. Five, four, three, two, one, two,
1: three, two. Who's bad? And welcome to the bad crypto podcast with bad teasers written by bad travelers. <laughs> that sucks <laughs> he's
0: That's like why sucks. don't you try your hand and write a teaser i'm like okay my actually my first teaser was even shorter here's my first teaser welcome to bad crypto Marty greenspan episode 320 boom <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Mr. Travis Wright, the lazy man teaser writer, available for uh, weddings and funerals of all kinds. And welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast. We're glad that you guys are here. And uh, I, I don't want to diminish how awesome today's interview is by your crappy, sucky teaser.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. No, Mati is great. I really enjoy this guy. He's funny. He's insightful. He's got a lot to say. And uh, we were grateful to have him on the show. Really cool dude. Well, let's let's hear what he's got to say then. Here we go.
1: A financial advisor I don't think I'm a financial advisor either I don't'm I pretty I'm pretty sure advice. you're not I need some so, financial advice well that's why it's a good idea that we have somebody who is licensed licensed to ill with the financial advice right here with us right now today he is the senior market analyst at eToro which you guys know, eToro is a great sponsor of the show and one of the world's biggest cryptocurrency exchanges and and stock exchanges uh, for trading as well. He's a licensed portfolio manager and his name is Mati Greenspan. Mati, welcome to the realm of bad crypto. Thanks a
2: lot for having me, Joel and Travis. I appreciate the opportunity. And, And welcome to your child that I hear in the background too. (laughs) <laughs> yeah sorry about that that's so what we get is uh four months old and uh he's still learning when to go to sleep so but does he does he know when to buy bitcoin that's what i want to know he does all my kids know how to hodl <laughs> i got i got the uh the bitcoin book from uh from the bitcoin rabbi we're good my daughter has me read it to her all the time Oy vey. Oy vey (laughs) is You're also the
1: author of The Complete Guide to Fintech Investing. So you're actually qualified uh, and licensed in the EU to talk about this stuff. And we're looking forward to to learning some from you today because we don't know anything. We're bad. Yeah,
2: (laughs) no problem. Um, But I would like to preface this with uh, everything that I say here should not be considered uh, trading or financial advice. (laughs) It's just the usual <laughs> disclaimers that we gotta put on there. That's uh straight from uh from Sisec.
0: That's great. Where where exactly is this book located? Where can where can people find this book?
2: Uh it's eToro.tw slash book with the capital B. Oh. etoro.tw? Yeah, it's a well a short link. Tw, TW. Love,
1: that's my favorite one. I love yeah. this one. That's you. You're the TW. How did you get into this? You know, is this something you went to university to learn or did you go to school for something else and ended up in fintech?
2: I am proud to say that I have no university degree whatsoever. Um, I went to college for a while. Uh, I got really good grades in the beginning and then I just uh, zonked off towards the end. I've been in financial markets pretty much my entire life. My grandfather is a self-made billionaire. Um so you know business uh, is a regular topic uh, at the dinner table in our family. Um I've been paper trading um mostly gold and silver since I was about 12 13 years old. Um and working in various online brokers since 2008. So I had uh, front row tickets to the financial uh, collapse and stuff like that. So yeah, there we go. I love that. What would you go to college for? I went for a while. <laughs> there
0: you go. Great answer. So, you know, we, you know, you are a market analyst, right? You are doing research in the market all the time. Now we're looking at this over the last couple of weeks, you know, we're sitting around 10 and all of a sudden the bottom fell out. We even broke down past 8,000. Like, why is that? Did you see that coming? And, and does it have anything to do maybe with Google's quantum supremacy
2: thing that was coming up? Is it, is any of this related? Um, So yeah, there was a bit of FUD in the market at the time. Um, Yeah, I had anticipated this uh, actually was talking about a possible breakout to the downside for since beginning of September, really. I think that what really pushed it under the line was uh, the backed launch, because people had really high hopes that backed was going to come out of the gate swinging and that Wall Street was going to fully embrace Bitcoin. And then they did it, and the volumes uh, on the first day, second day, were it, they were dismal. I mean, we're talking about you know a hundred. They were talking about less than a million dollars per day, where you know the CME futures, which are cash settled futures that we've seen in Bitcoin since December 2017, they're trading three hundred million dollars a day. So I think that a lot of people that had been buying the rumor uh, for for backed and waiting for that backed launch. Seeing you know just kind of this underwhelming volume, I think that they dumped uh, on that. Yeah, there was some other FUD regarding the Google supercomputers. There was some FUD regarding uh, hash rate and stuff like that. Um, but I think that the main driver, uh, other than the technical analysis uh, that we mentioned, was the uh, was the back launch.
0: Now, originally that back thing, you know, when they were talking about it, they were talking about maybe doing payments for Starbucks and maybe doing all this other stuff. So they had so much hype coming out and then they said, okay, no, 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 we're not going to do that. We're going to do Bitcoin futures instead,
2: which is like, it just seemed like it was kind of a weird thing. Right. I don't think it's instead. I think it's just, they, that's one of, they were trying to do several things at once. And this was the first thing they were able to get out. So I'm pretty sure that those type of things are still in the cards. I mean, they have uh, Starbucks and, uh, and, and um, I believe the other one, they have them listed on their website, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, okay. You know, they're, they're, they're in progress. They're a work in progress, no doubt. Kind
1: of like me. I'm a work in
2: progress. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we so all? just, you know, from your personal opinion,
1: then, you know, we know the halving is coming up next May. And typically that drives Bitcoin interest and has at least historically taken us to all-time highs. So what do you think or when do you personally believe we're going to see the bitcoin breakout? Is it just going to be the approaching halving or do you see something else being the catalyst?
2: Yeah, the halving is is no doubt is huge, but you know anybody holding bitcoin doesn't really have a lot to worry about. I mean, y- you you got to realize the very finite supply. Um, you know, up to 21 million coins that have, that will ever be produced. Out of that, you know, 17 million have already been produced. And then we talk about another four, four or and a half that have been lost. Um, there's a very limited supply of Bitcoin. And that's ultimately what drives the desire uh, and drives the price up over the long term. And what's going to push it on the short term? Those, those type of things come and go. And we'll never really know until, until the day it strikes. But the idea is that anybody with, you know, with a diversified portfolio is going to want to have some bitcoin in there in there.
0: That's great. We all need a little bit more bitcoin in there for sure. It's like one of those one of those weird things is like if everybody in the world had the same amount of bitcoin like it'd be 0.0024 something of bitcoin. So like that's not going to happen. So if you've got some bitcoin stacking up those satoshis, that's 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 a really really important thing to to even consider. You like it's probably a good idea to have some. Like I'm not a financial advisor, but I'm saying, "Oh, probably it'd be nice to have at least a tenth of a Bitcoin in your in your portfolio because if it's going to be a million dollars or whatever down the road, that's going to be a, a big win. So maybe what what is your thoughts? Like long term, like if you see in if you see Bitcoin down the road five, 10 years from now, like what kind of price action are we going to be looking at?
2: Um, well, it's always impossible to say. I mean, long term, what's going to happen? I mean, I always stick to my uh My price prediction, uh, which is uh, very flexible, um, and I believe firmly with the 99% uh, accuracy that Bitcoin will be anywhere between $100 and a million uh, within the next five years. $100 or a million? Yeah, with anywhere in between, yeah. Anywhere in between
0: it could be a hundred dollars. Wow! So at least we're not going to break down under a hundred dollars.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, Matt just doubled down again yesterday. He said fifty thousand by I think by the end of the year, and still said a million by the end of twenty twenty. How can you double
0: it, down on cutting off your dick? Like you've already said you're going to off. Du- do you, double the do dick. How are
1: do you double it? But cut what somebody you, else's dick off too. It's, it's all double
2: gone. It's what you do with it after you cut it off.
1: <laughs> I mean, at this point, is it even possible? Is there, you know, what what percentage possibility would you say that there is if you were a bookie? Okay, to say that Bitcoin is going to hit a million before the end of twenty twenty. I
2: don't know. I I checked the odds. There's, um, I think, LedgerX has like an odds calculator. Um, I checked the odds a while back. It was an 80% chance that uh, it was not going to happen. So um, according to the betting markets, which is what you're talking about, there's probably about a 20% chance that it's going to happen. 20%? That's still pretty high. Well, that's according to the options markets on Ledger. Where, X. where do you – on Ledger X? that's where you yeah. find that? Yep, yep. They have this uh, tool where you can – say, uh, you know, the percent chance that Bitcoin is going to be X price by X date is not always the most accurate, uh, but it's the best depiction that we can get uh, according to what people think at the moment.
0: Very interesting. So now you have this complete guide to fintech that's available there on eToro. And one of the
2: things that you said
0: that people will understand is understanding the plague that stops investors from making money. Now, a lot of investors and traders out there, they're they're not experts at this. They don't necessarily know how the markets work. They just know they want to make money. So, what is that plague? How do we stop that? And and, and what is getting in the way of people from making money from from, from trading?
2: Well, I think it's uh, it's a lot of the time it's fear, but a lot of the time it's also the tools are a bit complicated, right? And people get scared when they see things like you know chart analysis, and they're not if they're not familiar with that. I mean, that's why that's kind of like eToro's vision, and it has been since 2007. Is just kind of open up the financial markets for everyone. It looked a bit different in 2007, of course. We're talking about uh, extreme gamification. Um, so the eToro platform was like kind of a, a downloadable platform where we had uh, even a little bit racist. I mean, um, it, was, it was like a picture of Uncle Sam and he was racing like a sumo wrestler where like Uncle, Uncle Sam would be the U.S. dollar. Are you betting against uh, the yen, for example? But uh, these days, we strive to make it as simple as possible for everybody to just get in and uh, start to trade. And I can understand for some people, even that's a little bit difficult. But what you can do is you can copy other people. So you can see people who are doing well in their account and you can just copy their investment. And I think that's an excellent way to start. It's kind of like training wheels uh, for traders. So you can get in, watch what people are doing, and that's just the best way to learn something new. So typically, somebody who's been in fintech for
1: some time is not just into crypto. I mean, you might be in precious metals. You might be looking at stocks or Forex were, you know. Where else are you paying attention to
2: right now? Uh, at the moment I only have about uh, 12% of my overall portfolio uh, in crypto assets and that's that's even aggressive for some people because crypto is a very high risk asset class. Um, so yeah I've got definitely got some currencies and some commodities uh, some stocks. There are a few uh, investment trends that I feel that are defining of our generation. Um, number one is renewable energy. And I mean we see that playing out on, on the grand stage. I mean, even uh, that video of uh, Greta Thunberg going viral, I think that, you know, obviously everybody had an opinion, there were critics and whatnot, but I think that that shined a big spotlight on one of the main debates of our generation. And as far as investing uh, or investors are concerned, we can actually vote for which companies we want to succeed. We vote with our money. It's not just about voting. In many cases, I believe uh, there is a lot more room for growth and room for profit taking in renewable energy rather than old school uh, old school oil industry, right? So, so I, I should buy a
1: nuclear reactor? Is that what you're
2: saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you can afford one, yeah, sure. And if you want to make sure you know where to place it, there are plenty of stocks that are dealing with uh, solar energy, wind energy, things like that. We've got a whole slew of them on Etoro um, that you can uh, that you can invest in, and, and I believe that there's a lot more room for growth there because uh, you know, in oil, let's say oil exploration or whatever, they're kind of tapped out. They've kind of maxed out their resources. And their stock prices are are kind of peaked, um, so you can get a lot more returns doing some impact investing. The second trend that I'm watching right now is uh, the emergence of the marijuana industry.
0: I was just about to ask. I was literally my next <laughs> question going to be about the cannabis industry because it seems like it's taken off worldwide. I mean, it's becoming it's legal in more states in America than it is not legal in now. And so it seems to be taking off. And so, yeah, I'm really curious about this. Wh- which companies are you looking at in that particular space? And what are the key identifiers that you look at to say, ah, this one might be a winner down the road?
2: Well, excellent question, Travis. Um, I, I, It just sparked my interest very recently. I was in California and I'd seen the virtual revolution. I grew up in California and uh, you know scoring weed was something completely different back then. Obviously, and now nowadays, you come in, you show them your ID, and they just like let you in the door. You know, thirty strains. There's, at, you know, the least-
0: Willy Wonka of
2: marijuana. You're like, what? Like, <laughs> the- <laughs> what is
0: that? Like, what is this? What does this do? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> it,
2: it's exactly what it is. It was like it was a revolution for me, and I'm and I go to Amsterdam all the time, and, and California is basically putting Amsterdam to shame. Um, you know, they've got
0: different. Amsterdam is way different because like, no, it's a, bar go there, and, it's,
2: yeah.
0: it's a bar. But then they but also in Europe, though, it's like they mix their cannabis with
1: tobacco. Oh, yeah. and it's just
0: horrible. Right. And well, like, it, no, it, this
1: is not what I wanted. That's the question <laughs> right there. You know, there's a lot of um, cannabis companies out there, but some people are saying screw the small companies go for big tobacco because they're the ones that are going to be putting out you know to the masses they already have the distribution channels
2: you're shaking your
1: head no go ahead and explain is why. Saying
2: no 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 yeah. no 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 so they're they're not even looking at that right now um they've Philip been looking Morris at, isn't isn't doing they've been looking more at e-cigarettes uh than they have at um you know, th- there are companies that kind of own the entire production line from, from harvest to the countertop. And uh, just the way that, I mean, Travis was saying it's legal now in more states th- than it is not, but it's still illegal at the federal level. And that's the key. That's why the big coba- tobacco companies are scared to touch it right now, because they would be risking the rest of their business operations. So that's why those who are bold enough to take, you know, to go for it at this stage, um, I believe that uh, the more, you know, right now other states are looking at California and they're looking at where it's legal and they're salivating, right? They're looking at all of the revenues that these people are bringing in. They're looking at the crime that's no doubt coming down because people don't have to go to a shady drug dealer uh, to get their weed. And they just they and obviously people can just drive from state to state. There's no hard borders around the United States. Right. So they have every incentive to go fully legal as well. So the more states that legalize it, they're just going to put more and more pressure on the federal government to go legal. And once they do, that just opens up a whole new stream of revenue. Uh, It makes the entire industry legal. That's when, uh, you know, all of the big tobacco companies will start to put their foot in. But I believe that some of these smaller companies are already going to have a nice foothold. Yeah, it's
0: so crazy when you're looking at that and you go in you go, okay, I'll have this and I'll have that. And they're like, and I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, okay, that was 60. That was 100, sorry, 100 bucks. And they're like, oh, that'll be $153. I'm like, what, what the hell? Like so <laughs> much, so many taxes when it comes to to buying that stuff. And, and also when it comes back to the crypto game, because we are bad crypto we're not bad cannabis but uh, <laughs> our bad weed we don't want to be the bad weed podcast <laughs> but that is that is one of the problems is that a lot of these dispensaries have just the, they they're they've taken in cash money and they got an atm machine so they've got all this cash and sure would be nice the, the banks don't allow them to have bank accounts and yep. you know crypto is kind of a nice thing there so maybe let's take this back to to the the business at hand in etoro So let's say somebody's brand new and they they jump on eToro. We've got a lot of people from bad crypto already have joined eToro. What are what are some of the key things they can do right when they get started to to set them off to be successful? Like how do they maybe research other traders that are doing great stuff? What are some of those tips and tricks that folks are that are joining eToro need to know to set themselves up for the biggest success?
2: Yeah. So it's we'd make it as simple as possible. I mean, on the sidebar. You can click the copy people button, uh, and that'll show you uh, kind of the the top traders at the moment. You can see, you know, people by risk score. For example, everybody has a risk score from one to ten. I would say look for people that are between, let's say, three and five. Uh, Maybe six is getting a little high. Ten is basically somebody who's just leveraging themselves entirely, and then one is somebody who's probably not trading very much. Um, so look for you know the kind of middle middle of the road, and look for consistency, and then you can go over to the trade markets button. Um, I know that you guys are in the United States right now, so we have only a, a crypto only offering, but uh, very soon we plan to open up uh, to other markets as well. So uh, number one thing that I would say is diversify yourself as much as possible. For any trader or for any investor, the more you diversify the better off you're gonna be. You're basically adding strength to your portfolio by splintering out and uh, getting interested in a lot of different things.
1: You know, I heard from uh, somebody else on the eToro team that US copy trading is going to start in mid-October, right? We've been talking about it to our listeners that you've got copy trading for over 11 million users in Europe and and the other side of the world, but uh, explain how copy trading works.
2: Okay, so copy trading is uh, the simplest form of trading. Um, it evolved in-house in eToro about the same time as you know, Facebook and Twitter were taken off. We just kind of had a, a push from uh, our clients who wanted to speak with other traders to see their, other, their portfolio and stuff like that. Um, So it's pretty simple. You just find somebody, you look at their portfolio, you can see how risky they are and how consistent you can see all of their stats and what they're holding. Uh, And then there's a blue button that says copy, you click the button, and then you uh, choose the amount that you want to allocate to them. So if you allocate $1,000 to a specific trader, then you'll that $1,000 will then start mirroring that person's positions. uh, Exactly. So if he's got a hundred thousand dollars and he invests ten percent, right, then that ten percent will go into your portfolio as well. So, will I be able to see? Okay,
1: this person, uh, username, most awesome trader ever, has a certain amount of returns over what? One month, six months, a week? Can I pick the term of their? You know, and then how, is that what how it works?
2: Yeah, exactly. My 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 best recommendation would just be to explore. Um, On the stats page directly, you'll see a month over month. So every single month, what they're uh, uh, that they've been trading, what their performance was during that month. And then that aggregates into a yearly. Uh, And then we have something that's called a charts, which is a copy simulation, which says if I'd invested $10,000 in this person over X amount of time, this is how much I'd have right now. So you can choose the period of time and then you'd see how much that $10,000 would be worth right now. Nice. That, that's that a tool. Great. Nobody else has got that. I think it's pretty baller. I'm looking uh-huh. forward to seeing how that works because I am a U.S. user. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been extremely popular uh, in Europe and especially in Asia. As you can see, we I mean, have 11 million registered users. Don't lie. Well, that's great. So
0: you people can actually check out your portfolio, etoro.com forward slash people forward slash Mati Greenspan. Mati, M-A-T-I Greenspan. You can make it
2: simple, Travis. It's etoro.tw slash Mati. M-A-T-I? Oh, capital M. MATI I- Travis oh, nice. I think
1: I think yours Travis should be t
2: uh, e toro.tw/tw <laughs> I'll make That'd it right now man
1: Oh that's perfect that's very good so so
0: we're excited about this now where where do I see where folks have their risk like cuz so I'm looking at your profile right now but I don't see necessarily where your risk number is
2: Um so there's basically a square that okay so if you're looking at my portfolio uh, there will be several tabs. So there's the feed, the stats, portfolio, and chart. So you okay. want to go over to stats. Uh, the first thing you'll see is the month-over-month performance. As you can see, September was not very good for me. Yeah, you sucked
0: uh, really bad. Yeah,
2: September, <laughs> man. You have no idea. You but killed uh, in February, though.
0: February. Exactly. April, so May, so June, I'm, You were
2: so- really good. I'm still Sucked doing in September, though, pretty good, uh, and <laughs> yeah. But but you did
1: have a great February through like July, so there's that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I'm still up 11 uh, percent on the year, with it, which I think is a pretty decent for any portfolio manager. Um, even though you know, even we're still we still got a few months left uh, to uh, to pull it up. I got a question. So I'm looking at your, your your
0: 2017 though. Oh my God, you killed it, man! In January 2017, you're up 73 percent, and then 62 percent, and 61 percent, and 32 percent. Like crypto. you killed Thank it. You, oh, oh, only one month. Yeah, crypto Bitcoin took off that man. all those Bitcoin
2: XRP. Oh my gosh, there were so many Dash, Litecoin, all of them. That's awesome. So I notice here, that so now now
0: I see, now that I'm looking at your portfolio here, which is etoro.tw forward slash Mati, M-A-T-I. And uh, you can see your risk. So your risk risk is between four and five. So you're a pretty good guy to to, to pay attention to. That's one of the things I think is so cool about the eToro platform is the fact that you can see traders and investors and research analysts like Mati out there that are doing research and finding these great companies and then you can look at their portfolio, see what they're weighing in on, and then do your own due real, due diligence and and dive down the rabbit hole and find all kinds of cool projects that you could potentially invest in. I I think this is fabulous. That's one of the reasons why Joel and I were so excited about jumping on
2: with Etoro. Just just imagine all of the influencers, right, of social media. Who talk about stocks and crypto? Imagine they all had their own platform, open book. Mm. You can see everything their stats, what they're holding, where they're long, where they're short, when they're making a trade. You see it all right in front of you. Yes,
1: yeah, show me what you're made of. Don't just talk. Like, <laughs> Put your money where is your mouth in is.
2: The trades. If you guys haven't signed up
1: for your eToro account yet, what are you waiting for? badco.in forward slash eToro. And thanks, Mati, for joining us today and sharing some about investing. And as promised, here on the other side of the interview, we know that you guys would enjoy that interview. We did. And make sure you check out Mati on eToro, eToro.tw forward slash Mati, M-A-T-I. And of course, by now, If you haven't downloaded the eToro app, what are you waiting for? Badco.in forward slash eToro. That's spelled E-T-O-R-O. Badco.in forward slash eToro. Do it give it a try it's pretty comprehensive and, and now with them rolling out copy trading i mean i'm a lazy trader travis you're a lazy teaser writer i'm a lazy mm-hmm. trader like if i can go on there and see that oh here's this dude that is consistently pulling in 20% you know trading crypto i'm like i'll have what he's having you know here's 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 my money and just copy with one click what he's doing and, uh, and, and make me that 20%. Yeah,
0: that's great. I mean, and Mati, if you look at his history, like 2017, he killed it. 2018, he had a great year. You know, he's, had, he's only had a couple of, of bad months overall. Great dude to sort of follow to see, like, who is this guy following? Because I mean, he is overseas, so he can do stocks. So you can just kind of watch folks and what stocks they do. You can't actually buy stocks in America on eToro yet. Uh, that might be coming. I'm not sure, but- You could use eToro just as your own sort of do your own research platform to see what are these best traders doing and buying and what are they looking at. And then you can go over to eTrade or wherever else to do some of that other stuff in America. But eventually, hopefully, they'll have that. But really cool stuff. I mean, there's over 11 million traders there that are discussing trading. They're discussing charts. And they're discussing all things crypto. And make sure to create your account today at badco.in forward slash eToro. Make sure to deposit at least fifty bucks, then spend that fifty bucks, and then boom—we'll send
1: you some socks, just like that. Socks. Mm-hmm. Uh, in wow. fact, they'll—they'll they'll just magically appear on your feet. Yeah, it's the most amazing thing ever. We're wizards over here, at Bad Crypto. In fact, oh, dude, I have to tell you this and our listeners—you know, of course—World Cryptocon is coming up at the end of the uh, the month, and we have an official Bad Coin costume that uh, my brother is coming from uh, Chicago this year and he is going to be wearing the bad coin costume. It is so hilarious. I've seen
0: you rock it dude. It is uh, it's surprisingly portable. I mean, this thing is really big but it, it can get really small.
1: That's what she said.
0: Yeah. Well, it can be really small and grow really big hopefully.
1: That's also what she also said that.
0: Oh, that's true That's good. He says really good things. <laughs>
1: Hopefully we'll is. see you guys. We'll see you guys in Vegas. If there's one event to come meet us this year, this is it. We're going to be there for the entire Vegas Blockchain Week. I mean, there is a Litecoin Summit. There's an EOS event going on. Charlie Shrem's got an event. Michael Turpin's agenda has got an event. It's all concluding with the World Crypticon. And Travis, I'm going to be competing in the Fortnite game uh, event that's taking place at the the e-sports arena at the um what is it the luxor no Hotel. that's gonna be
0: awesome you know what my my son he just turned 18 or he turns actually he turns 18 on the 17th and he's like oh man i want to do that i want to we're, we're, we're debating on how that would all work because we got so much stuff to do with bad crypto and all these different events but he'd really love to be a part of that i know
1: yeah, well, I suck at it, so I'll, I'll, you know, lose quickly. But I imagine there will be others there who are playing that suck just as much as I do. So maybe I'll get, a, you know, one or two good shots in there. Anyway, uh, get your tickets for World CryptoCon. Go to badco.in forward slash WCC, and you'll get $100 off any ticket when you go through that link. And uh, we are going to have a meetup. Still need to determine exactly when that's going to be. But if you're going to be in Vegas for the event, then we want to meet you. We do.
0: We want to meet you guys because this is going to be a fun, fun event. If you're in the area, you know, and if you see us walking around, make sure to come up to us and tell us that you are a fan of bad crypto. You listen to us. Well, I mean, I always have a pocket full of stickers. I don't know about you, Mr. Jocom. But let's, let's make sure we got pockets full of stickers to give folks if they run into us. Maybe we'll have some bad coins. Actually, we don't have very many bad coin socks. Those bad coin socks will be gone by then. Yeah,
1: we'll no, be, there won't be. We need to throw
0: that up to get those socks, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, but we will have some bumper stickers, right, that you uh, that we bought for some bad coin mm-hmm. from from one of our listeners that say coin maximalist on them.
0: That's true. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. It's going to be a great time. We really look forward to seeing you guys at the event. And hey, oh, by the way, if you're a crypto project and you want, are you going to be coming to the event? Are you thinking about coming to the event? Uh, Token Tank still has some spots available. You might want to check that out. What's Are name? you sure? Are you sure about I, that? I, I think they do. Yeah. We've got a couple okay. spots for, like but one or two spots.
1: It's north. a great opportunity to get exposure in front mm-hmm. of a very interested audience. Badco.in forward slash Token Tank is where you would go to learn more about that so Mm -hmm. get yeah get your project out in front of people and of course if you do run into us in las vegas walk up to us and say stay bad